The bottom line bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted game, same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has you what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100, get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-N-B-E-T. All right. With that. Play the fully licensed, cleared techno music intro. Welcome to the bottom line bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, your host. Already NFL contest picks here with week 10, NFL week 10. And thank you for everyone joining live on the YouTube. Sorry, we're a little late. We had a little spectrum outage. We had to. Tweets at Spectrum with an eight dollar verified check to, to get this done. We got important business bombs to detonate. Get Spectrum. Go. Right. Oh, anyway, I am CJ. So, uh, this is my weekly show called Bottom Line Bombs, where I pick five games against the spread. I bring the papers into passion. Everyone seeing live here is actual papers. I'm the analog host. Clipboards, whole thing. Ad reads all on paper. I don't bring the laptops because then you can't smash those things around. Uh, yeah, like I said, if we pick five games against the spread each week, then we enter them into circuit contests. We use those circuit point spreads, which came out just now today on Thursday, even though this is airing on Friday, although live on YouTube on Thursday. Um, so you can use those point spreads. I say that because uh, usually the spreads are different than when they go off. Last week, we had another bad week on the road. Another, I mean, I'll say, I'll say every time I'm on the road, it's a bad week. I want to say because I'm in a hotel, but also maybe it's just because it's picks and that's what happens. Uh, a lot of couple ties, a lot of ties last week. That's the thing. The Tampa Bay I had versus Rams minus three, Minnesota minus three. All games that if you bet on Sunday would have been winners. But when I give them out, they're ties because they use the circus spreads. And that's what I'm good at. I'm good at uh, getting the worst of it, the worst of the number. That's one of my specialties. I like to go against the movement. <laughs> I'm, uh, that's a good segment to have. Getting the worst of it. CJ Sullivan, your bottom line bops. Um, yeah, so whatever. We got a lot of ties last week. One, one bad loss was, well, Vegas. Vegas versus Jacksonville. That was my one, actually. I actually bet. Not that I don't bet. I, I'm like, all these, all these picks go into the contest. But I don't usually don't go five a week. But the one I really liked last week was Vegas, and that was a loss. All they did was uh, blow their third 17-point lead of the season. They're up 17-0 with 11 minutes to go in the second quarter, and they scored three points against Jacksonville in the next three quarters. That's all. That's another good segment. That's all, that's all that happened there. Good job, Vegas, to lose 27-20. Good job. Anyway, let's get past that. We'll give you five new detonated bombs. Uh, as you can see, if you are watching, a little new logo. Bottom line bomb. Look at that. Pretty nice. Shout out to Kyle Boland, Blue Steel of the Fantasy League. He, um, my Fantasy League, he gave that that logo. He's a good man for doing that. He also shows me some work for, for Super Coffee. I'll give, a, I'll give a shout out to his company, Super Coffee. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, so he gives that logo, and there it is, BLB, with the S Sports Gambling Podcast Network. 
I like saying that. I, I mean, I should qualify. Say I actually bet the Raiders last week. I I did, I did make the picks. They're so good. It reminds me of my my uh, my dad. Shout out to Charlie Sullivan. Long gone. He's not alive. But uh, <laughs> back in the day, I used to host a show called A Visitor's Locker Room, and uh, he Charlie Legend would call in with the ho- he was our horse guy, and he would call in and he'd break down he'd break down the uh, Kentucky Derby, you know, the Preakness, all the Triple Crowns, and he'd give like a ten minute full analysis of how the race is going to go down. People loved it. They were like, take all our bets, you know. Was, he sounded incredible. And then he'd call me right after the show. Like, okay, here's who we're really taking. I'm not giving, I'm not giving out those picks to those fucking idiots. My listeners, he would call them. Uh, <laughs> so here's who we're really taking. Shout out to Charlie, the Connecticut cruncher, red cup. Um, I'm rocking a shirt. As you can see, let me put the man in the box logo. There's the man in the box angle, but let's go back to live the blue steel. Bill Cruz with a good game, bro. Coming in on the comments. How you doing? Bill Cruz. Um, I'm wearing some merch. Speaking of the merch store, which we weren't. My Philly shirt came, came arrived after they lost the World Series. The greased or <laughs> greased my pole shirt. What a scumbag shirt. That's why I kind of liked it. Philly, of course, greases their fucking light poles anytime they think they're going to win a championship so people won't climb up it. But they do it anyway because they're fucking animals. Um, I'll give a little congrats to the Astros. Don't you hate when people do? forget that? I know this is a football handicapping show, but I also like to recap the week. The week that was. And yes, the Astros were a better team. Phillies lost, even though pulling Zach Wheeler was absolutely insane. Whatever. The Astros are a better team. That's all that matters. Um, but I love on Fox telling you that uh, it's they're like t- telling us that we have to like this team or like, you know, we, we can't hate on the Astros because of the cheating thing. Fuck you, Fox. We can hate them all we want. No, they got they got fined five million dollars. Who cares? They got fined five million dollars. Who gives a shit? This is a totally different thing. There's still half the team is still. I don't care. And they want I don't care. We hate the Astros because it's a fun thing to do. Lean into it. Stop telling us not to hate things. That's part of baseball. That's why your ratings were terrible, because you won't let us hate things. Tell us we got to love the Astros. I blocked any, anyone who congratulated the Astros, by the way, on social media. You're, you're fucking a psycho. People who congratulate teams are just psycho anyway. Like people who wish celebrities happy birthday. Who, who the fuck? What, what do you know these people? What are you talking about? You are crazy. So I blocked anyone who liked the Astros. Congratulated the Astros and Dusty Baker. Go fuck yourself. I'm already getting worked up. Man in the box. I didn't even get my spread again. I should have saved this for Man in the Box, but this is what happens with the Astros. <laughs> second lowest rate. That's they love saying the second lowest ratings, and they love telling you how bad ratings are in uh, baseball or anything really because of all streaming and shit. And then they have to explain to you how it doesn't really mean what it used to mean and all that shit. Even Bob Costas sat this out. <laughs> Remember Bob Costas coming out for the Yankee series? Everyone hated him because he just wistfully thing. He didn't miss. He didn't miss that Willie Mays uh, documentary on HBO. I'll tell you that. If you check that out, I saw that new documentary on Willie Mays on HBO. I checked it out. Just, I liked Willie. Mays. He's the greatest baseball player of all time. It's not even close. But I'm like, I wonder how long it's going to take for Bob Costas to get in this. Of course, he's right there. God damn, does he love? Baseball just loves the fucking 50s and 60s. No shit that had, it only got 8 million people. 
I told you when I was at the airport for one of the games, I tried, the TV had Maction on college football Maction. I'm like, Hey, can we get the world series on? And I had to convince them to change it. And everyone was pissed. That was the game. The Phillies got no hit. <laughs> it was like five, nothing. I'm like, ah, fuck this. All right. I'm going to go back to my flight that everyone was angry. So that was kind of fun. All right. That's it. Let's, uh, hmm, we're getting a little late here. Sorry. Sometimes I catch myself and I think I'm like, what should I do? Should I really keep ranting about things? We got a long show to go ahead. You know, what? let me get to the ad reads and then I'll, uh, I was going to go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little confused. My, my head's still out of it from daylight savings, you know? Still chaos. Like when people blame that. Just, I'm just kidding when I say that. People are blaming daylight savings. That's why we were late starting the show because of daylight savings. Everything's confused. Spectrum's down because of daylight savings. People act like they want a flight to Japan and back. Relax. Your phone changed one number while you were sleeping. You had nothing to do with it, it didn't affect you at all. You know, it's actually daylight saving. Singular. Fuck. Oh my God. I'm glad it's dark at 5 p.m. now. Good. End this. Day. The quicker we can end any day and shut this thing down, I'm for it. Get us closer to death. That's a good segment. Get us closer to death. Speaking of which, I'm on the clock on this planet. Sullivan Men. I already mentioned Charlie. He's long gone because he's an Irish Sullivan man. That's what we do. We die young. So I better get these bombs out in a hurry before I go. <laughs> and it will be soon. So let me do a quick ad read. We only have only a couple this week, and then we're going to get right into it. We got a good show. And here's the paper. I'm going to fold some papers. All right. Wynn is bringing back Win, The casino win. They're sponsoring bottom line bombs this week. So are you ready to win money and boost your odds? They're now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, and Virginia. That's professional, right? When I just, uh, Lottie, not Lottie, fucking yada, 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 and ad read. Yeah, you get it. WinBet has great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now. WinBet from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. It has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today. We receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. They know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Claim your free bet today. An offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and you do, like I say every week, if you're listening to the show or subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, you have a gambling problem. But not all problems need fixed or solved. So don't worry about it. But if you think someone else might have one that needs fixed, call 1-800-522-4700. All right? That's very important. I, uh, I called last week and reported my book. He said he's got a problem. He keeps calling me every week for money. He's obviously, he's obviously a sicko. Anyway, we're back here. Uh, that was a good break. Um, <laughs> let's get right into it. We're going to have we're going to pick five games against the spread. I'll, I'll even preview them for you. I was supposed to preview them. Okay, I keep going off the script. We got Dallas, Green Bay, Bears, Detroit, Buffalo, Minnesota, Tampa Bay. No, not Tampa Bay. We're not doing that one. What did I decide? Miami, Cleveland. 
And I got a man in a box segment, of course, at the end, as always. But we're going to start right off with the big one, Colts Raiders. How can we not talk about this? What a fun, fun, hilarious week for these Indianapolis Colts. Jim Irsay, I mean, he's the story. Everyone kind of knows the story by now. He fired Coach Frank Reich, and he hired Jeff Saturday, ex-lineman, current analyst for ESPN with zero coaching experience except for a couple games in high school. Oh, where do we begin with Jim Irsay? I love him. He's a fucking, first of all, he's an alcoholic. Speaking of addicts, he's an alcoholic. His dad was an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. He has such addict behavior, it's hilarious. He, he knew everything he's doing is wrong, but what, why I say he's got an addict behavior is because he knows he's wrong, but he's, try, but he's so defensive about it. And he's trying to like, you know, just attack anyone. Cause he not, I mean, he's got an indefensible argument. So he blames everything but himself, which I, I can firmly get behind. I love it. I like any decision. First of all, when other people got to talk about, it, they say, listen, he owns the team. He can do what he wants. That being said, I like how it starts off with that, you know. Not, he's the millionaire. He's the billionaire who owns the team. So obviously he can do whatever he wants, but this is fucking lunacy. It is. It's absolutely lunacy. It's like Elon Musk. Like he's destroying Twitter. He can do what he wants. He paid $40 billion, whatever the fuck he wants to do. Although we hate Elon Musk. That's the thing with Elon Musk. He's firing everybody. So did Lyft and fucking Amazon. Some other company did too. But who cares? But it's Earth, it's Elon, so we hate it. Um <laughs> So Ursa fires he fires Reich, fires the fucking offensive coordinator, fires everybody, hires the uh Saturday off of ESPN, who has no idea what he's gonna he's no idea what he's in for. It's great. He he has he has no one to call the place. That's what he that's like Elon Musk too. They fired all these people from Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, we actually have some jobs we need to get done." Um, so maybe we should rehire them. They're trying to rehire people they fired in a culture like that too. Oh boy, do do we do do we leave anyone that knows what the plays are? We're gonna need that, I think. Play calling. Hmm. Did anyone leave an iPad around? Maybe. Ursay's press conference. Oh man, that was so funny. I'll get an Elon Musk. I don't know why I'm getting an Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. Really talking about Elon Musk on uh, Twitter. People are furious because they just hate him. He hasn't changed Twitter at all. It's the same bullshit, terrible site. You just realize it's awful. Eight dollars for a verified. Who cares? Now it's funny. Now anyone can be verified. It's hilarious. That's all you do is complain about it. Get me verified. Oh, but don't let people know. That's a problem. But that's why people don't want to pay $8. They don't want people to know they paid $8. That's all it is. So now you have fucking parody accounts. So what? Who gives a shit? It's funny. That site sucks anyway. He hasn't changed one ounce of code. Nothing. You just hate Elon Musk. Oh, but now you're worried about these people getting fired. They needed to get fired. There's like 600 fucking 50 million, like 70,000 employees there for that fucking awful site. I'm not saying they need to get fired. No one wants to see people get fired. Anyway, Jim Irsay. <laughs> His press conference. What was the one thing he started off with? Oh, man. He's like, he starts off, first of all, talks about how great the Colts history has been, which they have not been. He said they're the fourth winningest team since 2000. We're in the upper quartile of winners. 
We're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. He said the word quartile three times. That's when he, he knows he's wrong. He's an idiot because he wants to act like he's the smartest man in the room. He loves berating the media. He's just a fucking son of a billionaire. So he throws words like quartile around. First of all, if you're the... Uh, <laughs> well, that'd be a good banner. Upper quartile. If you're the uh, upper quartile of the top quartile, wouldn't that make you number two? Just to say. I mean, not that it matters. But what everything he said is nonsense, but um, hilarious. So then Ursay just goes, he just goes on the attack. He goes, listen, if you guys want to rip on Frank Reich's career, you'd be wrong. Why would you downgrade Frank Reich? You're wrong, media. And the media's like, uh, what? You fired Frank Reich. We didn't. What are you talking about? We're just glad. I only got him because Saturday was available. Thank God he was available. That's what he said. We're lucky that he was av available. What? On the, for the phone call? You happy he wasn't mowing the lawn? Yeah, Don Shaw was 32. Bruce, how about when I hired Bruce Arians? Bruce Arians had 30 years of experience, and in the, in the, he was replacing a guy who had cancer. Not the same exact thing. Um, I can let me get some comments in here. California, I can't see that's. Just, I need a producer to tell me the comments, but they don't give me a producer. They just put me in a fucking box. I'm not even on the big show anymore. I got demoted from that. Not that I'm complaining. I love Sean O'Reilly. Uh, <laughs> I love that one sentence uh, Ursay said that contradicted himself. Because I'm glad he has no experience Saturday. That's the, worst, that's the last thing I want for him to have experience. Because then he won't be afraid like these coaches who are slave to sabermetrics. First of all, and then he ends it by saying he's got a ton of experience. I'm glad he's available. What? Does he have no experience or experience? He has no experience. <laughs> First of all, coaches that go to sabermetrics tend to be more aggressive. That, that, that means going for it for that. Doesn't mean they're afraid. He's just a drunk. I love it. <laughs> and his, his fucking GM there, Ballard. He was sitting there next to him, just furious, arms folded. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, aha! You guys rip on me for not drafting receivers, but but now look up and our old line's terrible. Wait, are you, are you saying why you're bad at your job? You draft, you signed all those O linemen, right? Yes, I did. And they're awful. Thanks to you making me draft Alec Pierce. What? What are you talking about? I love this Colts team. I fucking love them. They're amazing. So now they have uh, Jeff Saturday. No experience. Ripped off a of TV, ripped off of ESPN to be their head coach. Never coached, never a football player. And uh, he's like, it's funny because ESPN can't really talk bad about it because it's one of their own guys. And they're all like the same thing. Like, ah, he's a good guy. Hope he does right. We're rooting for him. Go, <laughs> go Saturday. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but dude. <laughs> and so they can't normally, they'd be like, every show would be like, this is ridiculous. You know, you're passing over black coaches or whatever. You know, only a white man gets all this. Because they that's what you hear from the other media. And they're right. I mean, they're not wrong. This is an insane thing, but it's his Ursay. He's just insane. So I love the Rooney rule thing and all <laughs> that, which I guess doesn't apply for interim coaches because I, I don't know why, but it doesn't. Listen, it's actually a good thing. Ursay did this for like, like if people want Reggie Wayne, Reggie Wayne's on the staff. That 
they could have promoted Reggie Wayne, but that would have made sense. And uh, Ursa doesn't like to make sense. But, you know, Reggie Wayne was, you don't, you don't want this job. If Reggie Wayne coaches team, they'd be like, see, he's he can't coach. But this is an unwinnable situation because they're making him play Sam Ellinger, too. That's what <laughs> they're like. I mean, he's obviously tanking. Ursa, he's tanking. They have two fucking Super Bowl MVPs at quarterbacks. Foles and, uh, well, Ryan didn't win the MVP, but he should have. They didn't blow a 20 to three lead. Um, but they're making place amateur. So they're obviously tanking. They're bringing, they're bringing people off the fucking TV. Like it's a plot movie. Pluffed, uh, like that Whoopi Goldberg movie. Eddie was that it was. She's a fan. There's basically like, Oh, you think you can do better? Fine. You're coaching. So now you're coaching the fucking team. I mean, he's doing everything he can to fucking tank. Of course. Let's that guy on TV. He's running his mouth. Let him coach. He's never coached before. Whatever. I think all ESPN personalities should have to coach a team. Have Stephen A. Smith coach a goddamn. <laughs> have him coach the Knicks. Imagine running his fucking. St- I'm not going to do a Stephen A. impression. It's weird about Steve, uh, Stephen A. People like him now. They're like, oh, it's just performance art, which I, I, I agree it is. He doesn't believe anything he says. But yet they don't think that was Skip Bayless now just because they don't like Skip Bayless. He's the same fucking person. He taught Stephen A. They, they do the same things. They lie for a living just to get a reaction. But yet Stephen A. gets a, a pass because he's on ESPN and he makes $100 million. Have Tony Kornheiser coach uh, <laughs> coach a hockey team. That'd be, that's a movie. Have Tony Kornheiser coach, uh, coach the fucking Senators. I don't know. The Capitals. I'll let him stay in D.C. since he likes to stay in D.C. and talk about his failed restaurant and golfing. Is there people, they make so much money, like Bill Bond, Kornheiser, and Stephen A. Smith, those guys. ESPN's hilarious. They'll fire 200 actual journalists because they can't afford them and then give these guys $100 million to brag about how bad they are at their job. Kornheiser loves bragging about how he knows nothing about hockey or anything in sports in the last fucking 20 years. That's all they do is talk about old Things, old things. What am I talking about? Mm-mm-mm. That'd be a good movie, though. Now Jeff Saturday is—he uh... <laughs> already had a press conference today where he's yelling at the media. He's already turned into that guy. He went from lovable guy to Yo, I'm not going to quit. I'm not backing down. I might not know. Listen, this is a bad idea. He's already been. This is a terrible idea. I'm not behind this. Why did you take this gig? I love it. I love it. Anyway, point is, well, I think we were talking about the game. Oh, yeah, Vegas. So Vegas, the line is Vegas six and a half. <sighs> I can't believe I have to go back to Vegas. They were my bet last week. They've blown three 17-point leads this year. Three fucking points in three quarters with Jacksonville. But I don't care. I will. I, I have to take. I have. I would. I. We have to. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? With Sam Ellinger and Saturday, I hope he goes out. What does he think? What do they think he's gonna do? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna motivate his O line to be to block. Okay, these are adults with families. This guy's gonna yell at him. Hey, block better. I can't. This is how I block. This is how I've been blocking for eight weeks. I'm not gonna block better because Peyton Manning's hands touched your ass. That's how people are analyzing how Jeff Saturday. Is, that's his qualification to coach an NFL football team. Well, greatness touched his ass and fondled his taint 
when he snapped the ball to Peyton Manning. Okay. And with that, let's drop the first bomb of the week. Las Vegas minus six and a half. Detonate it. That was a lot. So let's go. Uh, man, do I even? Ooh, that took a lot of time. It's such an amazing story. All right, let me go to let one more ad read, and then uh, we'll be finish the four more bombs. That's that's how much that first uh, bomb took me. Okay. And it's the SGPN merch store. Like I says, I'm flashing here the Grease the Pole Philly shirt. Just in time for the Phillies to lose the World Series. That's when I got my great delivery. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the gen in your life. Like the gen show up to your Christmas and be there in the morning. Um, not like I said, but they have great shirts. Like you find this the Grease the Pole Philly shirt. This is hilarious. But they have one for every team. And it's a personalized, uh, you know, off-brand, a little aggressive. And for gambling, parlays and whatnot. Uh, so hit the SGPN merch store. From now until Thanksgiving, get 10% off when you use the promo code DALLASSUCKS. That's store. SportsGamingPodcast.com, promo code DALLASSUCKS at the merch store. How about that? That's what you know. Of course, it's a Philly-based East Coast Sports Gambling Podcast Network. All right. Speaking of Dallas sucking... And me bringing the papers, papers into passion. I forgot to play my one sound, but I only asked for this is how low tech my show is. First of all, if anyone watching, here's me in the box. This will be me in the box, but I like the wide range for the for the promo. Uh, I have the bomb sound effect, which you heard there for Vegas minus six and a half. And I also had a few one sound bite because I am the one the one man on this entire network. Who only uses paper and pen. I'm the analog guy. I'm the Ron Rivera. I think he's, I think I still have. Yeah. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics, <laughs> that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Oh, that's perfect. Now Ron Rivera and Jim Ursay together. Because Ursay said the coaches are afraid of analytics. Indianapolis. And Ron Rivera, I'm the fucking guy who pulled out the sheets of paper. No, you didn't. I still can't read the comments. Brian Petrovka, shout out, who's a big Raider fan. He only, he's, Petrovka's a true blue maniac Raider fan who uh, took text messaging out of his life. He only contacts you through emails and YouTube comments. Got to respect that. <laughs> Not too many people <clears throat> take text messaging out of their lives, but that's how committed to that's how that's what the Raiders have done to him. And that's what the Raiders have done to all of us. So hang in there, Petrovka and keep finding other formats to type your manifestos. in. Um, anyway, let's get into it. Let's get in. We got four more bombs. Let's break down uh, Dallas and green Bay. Speaking of Cowboys sucks. Dallas goes to Lambeau. It's uh, four and a half. <clears throat> and what is going on? In Wisconsin with the Packers. Packers are getting four and a half at home. Now, if you would have bet this before the season, probably would have been Packers. I don't know what the look headline was, but I imagine it was Packers minus six or something. But they're awful. It's it's not even like when are they going to get it together? They're terrible. But that's like what I like to scoop in. I was in Wisconsin last week doing the bombs in Appleton, Wisconsin. Love Appleton Skyline Comedy Club Cafe. Shout out to them. Uh, did some anti-Packers Aaron Rodgers stuff, and it killed. 
I mean, absolutely destroyed. And I've been doing anti-Packer stuff up there for years, and it never goes well. They're always fighting me over it. But now they're they're even when Wisconsin Packer fans are fed up with them, something's wrong. The fucking thirty-eight-year-old hippie Aaron Rodgers is so annoying. Manifest. How about you manifest a touchdown, Rodgers? <laughs> that destroyed. I used to say, uh, Bart Starr died when he saw that Rogers couldn't chug a beer at that Milwaukee Bucks game. That was as risky as I got, but now I just call him a fucking hippie bitch, and they love it. They love it. <laughs> Wisconsin's hilarious. They're hilarious. They're my kind of people, actually. They love They They drink, so I already went through all that stuff. I don't drink anymore. God, they eat, too. They eat cheese curds. The curd nerd. Um, the woman at the airport beckoned me like I was a... Like she was a pimp. She goes, hey, come here. I got fresh curds. They're freshly wet. She was like wiping them down. They're freshly wet curds. Like, well, I like them. She goes, oh, look at you. You'll love them. But she was right. But Let me find that out, fucking bitch. Passive aggressive. Jeff Klinger jumping in. I love the podcast. Thank you, Jeff Klinger. Um, so good weekend, Wisconsin curds. <laughs> they're so, they're, the restaurant below us has the best cheese curds in Wisconsin, according to the curd nerd. If you look her up on Instagram, she's she's great. She called them the best. She, she, we looked up on her Instagram before she moved to Wisconsin. She was a bodybuilder. She had a picture of her bodybuilding, and then one year in Wisconsin, let's just say she was not a bodybuilder anymore. But she was happy. She's definitely happy. So shout out to the curd nerd. I don't know. It's Wisconsin exit leaving when uh. Took the Uber from my hotel to the airport at Appleton, Wisconsin, and I go to put my luggage in the trunk. The guy comes out, the driver comes out, goes, hold on, I don't want to scare you. Let me clear out the trunk for you. Opens it up, and there's a fucking trap in there, a live a trap with a live squirrel. He has a squirrel and a metal trap in his trunk. Pulls it out. I'm so mad I didn't get a picture of this. So I was like, what? <laughs> and he just sets it free. In the street, and it takes off, and it's horrified, obviously. It was like a fucking, he <laughs> was held hostage in a trunk. It's like, uh, good fellas. <laughs> I got to deal with a hoof. I need a knife for the, ho- the hoof. You know, I got to, uh, it's a shame. Anyway, th- this guy lets off a live squirrel. He goes, yeah, he's at my bird feeder. I put a little peanut butter in bird feed in my, this trap, and I got him. I'm like, What? He's going to go back to your house now, right? Nah, he's not going to make it back to my house. I live in Oshkosh. Now he's in the big city, Appleton. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> you drove this fucking thing in your trunk from Oshkosh? Yeah. Yeah, he's getting my bird feed. I got four a week. Four a week. How do you stop fucking feeding birds? Anyway, uh, that was pretty wisconsin Oh, and then on the plane itself, because you can't fly directly to Appleton. We got to connect. I was going to Appleton to Denver. Uh, it's a smaller plane, obviously. Um, they come on and say, it was a little delay. The guy goes, uh, yeah, apparently we're too heavy. Our, our airplane's too heavy by three passengers, 10 normal passengers, three Wisconsin passengers. And, uh, so three people had to come off. They were giving money. I didn't, I should have raised my hand fast enough, but, uh, I was like, oh God, this is embarrassing. Our flight is literally too fat to get out of here. So I was kind of nervous. I'm like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get called out for this probably. You're like, yeah, sir, you look like a, you need to go. But uh, luckily, on this flight, I wasn't even top 10. Obviously. I was a, I was svelte on this Wisconsin flight. 
the curd herd, if you will. <laughs> so they got three spotted cows off that flight, and we fucking made it to Denver. That was Wisconsin for you. Anyway, somehow that has to do with the Packers and Cowboys this week. <laughs> they're rallying. They hate them, but now they're back in Wisconsin. It's in Lambeau. They're getting four and a half. I'm going to back them. Fox can't believe they have to air this game. I like when Fox does those promos and they just bring up historical games. Hey, remember the Ice Bowl Cowboys Packers or the Des Bryant thump almost caught the ball. Anyway, this game's going to look nothing like that. It's going to be horrendous. So tune in. You can see your breath. It's not even cold because we're ruining the environment. That was the thing. Wisconsin, it was like 70, 80 degrees out there. It's fucking November in Wisconsin. The curd herd. Anyway. We're going to take the points. We're going to take Green Bay plus four and a half only because, well, it's going to be tough. But Rodgers, he's going to up his game a tick, as he says. Burn, any, any guy, anyone who drops his passes, he thinks him and his family should be strung up and thrown on the streets. How about you in your $50 million contract? Eh, I can up my game a tick, maybe. Maybe a tick. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for, thanks for playing. Anyway, we're going to take you. We're going to back you at home. Green Bay plus four and a half. Detonate it. Nice. All right. Let's move on. Let's just, what's the, what time are we doing? We've only done two bombs. All right. We're, we're okay. We're at 33 minutes. Uh, so we're going to stay in the NFC Norris division, as Chris Berman would love to say. I don't want people fucking whatever. Uh, Chicago, Detroit. I say I hate when ESPN. I hate. I don't. Whatever. I'm not gonna hate on Chris Berman, but I hate when other ESPN personalities um, impersonate Chris Berman. Like the Raiders, the Northland, the frozen tundra. Like, good God, stop paying homage to a fucking scumbag Berman. Like I said, I'm not even gonna hate on Berman. Berman, he, he, he did his thing. But watching Trey Wingo say the frozen tundra is nauseating. Anyway, where is Trey Wingo? Is he still on a network? That's how fucking I'll say Field Yates. How about that? Field Yates saying the way. Yes. Anyway, Bears, Detroit. Line is Bears minus three. Another one of those tie lines. Uh, two horrible teams, Bears and Lions, who I liked last week, but didn't didn't detonate them because I didn't have the bits for them. Uh Detroit. Detroit won. They beat the Packers at home last week, and they looked horrible. They looked worse than they did in any of their losses. That's how bad the Pack. That's how funny Rodgers was with those interceptions. The Bears, on the other hand, lose, but they look good. The Bears have been losing. They look, but you know, scored twenty nine versus Dallas. They fucking scored like thirty five last week, whatever it was. Justin Fields looks great. He's not throwing the ball, but he looks great. Um. So that has to change, I'm thinking, this week. We're going to take the Bears minus three. Uh, Justin Fields has been the story the last couple of weeks. He's been great for fantasy football, not the best for reality football. Uh, it's funny when people make comparisons with Justin Fields. Dan Campbell, the meathead Lions coach, the guy who quotes Metallica, not even good Metallica, like St. Agnes or whatever the fuck those awful Metallica, um, for his motivational speech. <laughs> uh he, he he had a great he he what did he say he goes just, he goes Justin Fields reminds me of all the great quarterbacks Deshaun Watson Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts he's got parts of all of them okay we get what you're trying to say Dan black quarterbacks 
when people compare athletes, they they have to compare other athletes to the same race. It's like a law. You just can't do it. Black quarterback has to be compared to other black quarterbacks. Hey, he's got a little Warren Moon in him. Maybe some Vince Evans. What? Yeah, he can punt like Randall Cunningham. <laughs> it's okay to compare someone to a different race, you know. They're also football players. They have that in common. Nah, I just can't see it. They just can't see it. They do that with basketball players, too, if it's a white basketball player, because it's so rare if a white basketball player is good. Like, Luka Doncic is, like, the next good white basketball player. So, obviously, it's Larry Bird comparisons. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Larry. And other than that, they just compare him to players from the 50s, back when whites played. Hey, he's got a little John Havlicek in him, and a, <laughs> he's got a, all the berries. He likes all the Rick berries, any berries, uh, Tom Chambers. Uh, he's got the vision of George Mike in what? I don't know. Just thinking of white basketball players. Because God forbid you cross race comparison. The media hates it too. When you, you know what the media because the, the media the media used to always be racist, or NFL teams were racist towards black quarterbacks. That's like a long history of that. And so that's kind of gone, but it's not still like the one last thing like hung, hang. Hung over, carry over. Thank you. Why? Thank you, CJ, for remembering the words. Um, they don't like when black quarterbacks don't run. That's 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 kind of fun. So now they're happy that Justin Fields is running, and like they're why aren't all the plays to his strengths, which is running and not throwing or thinking? Like Jesus, media, we get it. You're a racist. That's why they hate Russell Wilson this year. He's not running. Russell Wilson, why aren't you running the ball? Well, maybe because I'm fucking 35 and and that's how you get broken. You get paralyzed out there. So they hang on to that racism. Now they're all on board with Justin Fields because he's running the ball. And he is running well. And he's young. So just, and that's what they say. Justin, just run the ball until you have things figured out. Like the plays. It takes years. Meanwhile, fucking white rookie quarterback in there. Don't run. You'll get killed. Get down. Throw it up. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, Jared Goff in bad conditions. In in the Midwest right now, it's bad conditions everywhere. So Goff is going to be awful. So we're just going to go with uh, the Chicago Bears minus three since (laughs) Dan. Because he reminds me a lot of uh, Rodney Pete and Andre Ware. <laughs> Just a list of every single black quarterback that's ever existed. Uh, Keely Smith, he has he has good combine workouts for him. Just kidding. Anyway, Chicago Bears minus three is our third bomb of the week. Hit it. Oh, that's a long ass sound effect. Thank you, everyone who's tuning in and uh, making comments online. Let me let me give you a little quick man in the box shot. If you're watching live, here's me. This is the man in the box segment that'll be coming up after these next two bombs. Real quick, let's uh, and back, of course, to the logo. We've done Vegas minus six and a half, Bears minus three, and what was the other one? A oh, Packers plus four and a half. Yeah, I can sense it. Uh, all right, now let's get into Buffalo, Minnesota. That line is three and a half. Opened at nine. It's now all the way down to three and a half because of the Josh Allen news. Josh Allen uh, 
likely won't play. He's got a little elbow injury or something. Um, so it's come all the way down to three and a half. Which uh, I think is way too small because of Josh Allen. Not that Josh Allen isn't worth it, but I still think the Bills are still a good team. What are you gonna throw Case Keenum in there? I look how Josh Allen didn't leave. They lost to the Jets last week, which they do. It seems like every year now the Bills just lose one of those games out of nowhere versus a bad team. And because they're so good and they're so ahead of everyone, like eh, let's just say you were hurt. How about that? Don't even play against the Vikings. You were hurt, kind of like when a pitcher gets shelled in baseball. You know what? Maybe there was an arm injury in there. Go to the minor leagues for a couple weeks, figure it out, then come back up. Who cares? The, the, the season's 162 games. We, we, we got all the time in the world. And that's how the Bills are. We got all the time in the world. We're, we're better than everybody. And they are. So the, they lost to the Jets last week. Um, who knows if he was hurt? Who knows if he is hurt? But he's not going to play probably, most likely. And if he does play, then we're getting a great line of three and a half. Um, although Sauce Gardner for the Jets, that was fun. <laughs> That's how the Jets sealed it at the end. Uh, Buffalo throws a bomb to Gabriel Davis. Sauce Gardner completely interferes with him, but they don't call it because he's Sauce Gardner. He did the same thing versus Denver. He gets they just give him these calls because we like Sauce Gardner. We like, yeah, hey, you're caught in the sauce. He's the rookie of the year. He threw the cheese head on his head and fuck when he beat the Packers. So we all like him. So that he just gets calls. He's been in the league for two months. He's getting all these calls. The refs are like, you got caught in the sauce. That's what they say on TikTok. You got caught in the sauce. Anyway, good for him. Uh, so he's not going to play. So now it's Case Keenum, the ex-Vikings quarterback. Revenge game, Stephon Diggs. They had the miracle in Minnesota when they beat the Saints. Then they got slaughtered in the NFC Championship game next week versus the Eagles. Uh, but Case Keenum's a fine backup. He's just as fine as Kirk Cousins. So they have this, uh, they'll have this only be three and a half. The Bills are a really, really good team. The Vikings are not. They're a fraud. They're seven and one. I get it. But Jesus Christ, they should have lost to Washington last week. They should have lost all out of these games. They should have lost to Detroit at home. But they're not. They're winning. I can't mean they are. You are what you are. I hate when people say that. Bill Parcell said you are what your record says you are. No, you're not. Just because he said it doesn't mean that's true. Yes, if you want to look at it the dumbest in, a, in the dumbest way possible, yes, you are what you say your record says you are. If you're seven and one, your record you're seven and one. But that's like the saying is the guy who jumps off the building and on the, on the 20th floor goes, well, it seems uh, it's okay for now. I don't see a problem. Well, I'm, I'm butchering that saying. <laughs> but the thing, there's, there's trouble ahead is what I'm trying to say. You know, you're falling off a building. Not that the Vikings are falling off the building. They're not horrible. I'm not saying that. But they're not as good as their record. And the Bills are a way better team. And I don't care if Case Keenan's playing. So minus three and a half, I'll take them. And the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. That's it. I mean, it's just the way it's supposed to be this year. It has to be that way. Even if they, the Vikings, they don't need to win this game. <clears throat> Thank God these Bills are going to the Super Bowl. And then they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They'll probably win it. Although, Bills-Eagles be a great Super Bowl. Then we'd have to stop hearing about the 90s Bills and Jim Kelly. And, oh, God, the, f- the fucking most overrated tenure ever is those fucking 90s bills Jason Campbell wait looking at Brian Petrovic's comments hilarious um, I saw Nikki's <coughs> Nikki Six of Motley Crue come out because there was some Nirvana uh, I don't know 
anniversary or something. And Nikki Six, he always got something to say. I like Nikki Six and Molly Crew. But they they like to down history looks history looks on these hair bands like better than what they were. Kind of like the way the nineties bills were. And they're like, yeah, the only reason why Nirvana was good is because we were all sounding the same and someone had, you know, had to uh, change it up a bit, you know? That's all. Like, they were the same. They were just the next in line. No. Yeah, you all sounded the same. Hair, You sounded terrible. Hair bands. You were awful. That's why Nirvana... Yes, it was the right time for Nirvana because it was the right time for good music. Eh, it was just the grunge. Yeah, what came out of the grunge is bad, but the grunge itself, yeah, it was retaliation. Retaliation to fucking did deaf. Yeah, you were deaf leopard. The bills were deaf leopard, basically. Or poison. <laughs> you were there. You showed up. Like those 90s bill teams. Yeah, you were there. You lost by 40 in every Super Bowl because someone had to be there and represent the AFC because the AFC was so bad. You would have been the sixth best team in the NFC. Now you're Cinderella. Shout out to Cinderella. Philly hairband. Um... What was I doing? Oh yeah, Nikki Six. Anyway, the downplaying of, and I get it, the grunge band because it's the stuff that we grew up with, and now they're like in shirts that teenagers wear, which is fine. That just means we're older. That's fine. But but the way they just clump them in with the hair band music, like it's all the same, and like these eighties, these nineties Bills teams were all the same as other losers. No, no, you guys were awful. I want you talking about like they're the fucking one of the best. Motley Crue, okay, you did a lot of coke. That was fun. You had sex with a lot of women. A lot of fun. A lot of fun documentary. Fun stories about Ozzy Osbourne snorting ants. We love it. We love to hear all that. But we don't want to hear your music, okay? Your music isn't going to the Smithsonian. It's not going to the annals. The Smithsonian. I don't even know where music goes. I'm not a music guy, obviously. <laughs> uh, but this Bill's team, they're not Nirvana. <clears throat> they're more, I don't even know. What's a good band? I have no idea what a good band is. I haven't known what a good band is in fucking 15 years. I, whatever the algorithms tell me to listen to, I'll listen to it. Just give me computers. Tell me. Tell me everything. Tell me what to like. Tell me what movies and shows to watch. Tell me it all. Oh, boy. Oh, a lot of viewers cooking in for this. I don't, I don't even know where I'm going. Where was I going? Where was I going? Was that a good, is that a good segment to do? Uh, yeah. Buffalo in Minnesota. Buffalo minus three and a half. Let's detonate it. That's the next bomb. Buffalo minus three and a half for Motley Crue. God, that made no sense, that rambling, what I was just doing. None whatsoever. But we got to hurry up. This show's going to leave. We're not a minute in the hour. I'm going to need to keep it another an hour, right? Because you guys need to... Uh, Miami Cleveland. Let's wrap that up. Three and a half. Miami Cleveland. Here's speaking of making no sense. I made no sense with that diatribe just now about Motley Crue and Jim Kelly. This makes no sense. Why is it three and a half? Everyone loves Miami. Everyone loves Tua. There's an article. Oh, they're making Miami like Alabama to make Tua comfortable. He's better than Herbert now. There were people who, who said that. Rich Eisen said that. Like, oh, no more, no more debate there. What? Tua's garbage. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care what numbers they're putting up. He throws the ball like me skipping stones. Like, ugh. He just spikes it to the ground and he has these amazing receivers that run around. I mean, good for him. Whatever. Uh, so this line makes no sense. Miami three. Everyone thinks Miami should just kill Cleveland because they're good and Cleveland's not. Cleveland. 
Cleveland season was ready to go in a tank, and then they beat the Bengals, which we predicted on Monday night on Halloween. And uh, because that happened, they decided not to trade Kareem Hunt in a very Cleveland Brown way. They actually think they have a chance now. Very dumb. But I do like them. And they, I don't think they have a chance to win. They might have a chance to win the game, but they don't win games like this. But they cover. Give them three and a half. They'll cover. Miami, I mean, you could not sell higher on Miami than you can right now. They shouldn't have beat Detroit. They did. They shouldn't have beat the Bears last week. The referees, everyone's talking about, you know, they uh, they totally screwed the Bears over that pass interference. Goes, it was just flagrant pass interference. Uh, they even, the NFL came out today and said, yeah, you're right. We're right. Sorry, Chicago. Our bad. Should have <laughs> made that call. And you should have won the game. What can you do? Thanks, NFL. That does not help. I've The NFL has got to do a, they got to take the Trump stance on that and never admit you're wrong, no matter how wrong you are. Because it just, I mean, I, it just makes you look bad. It doesn't do anything for you. I don't want to hear that you're wrong. The NFL refereeing is amazing. Remember when they fucked, they fucked up that interference call in the Saints playoff game? So then they're like, all right, you can challenge it. And the ref's like, no, we, we're not agreeing with that. They're like, all right, guess you can't challenge it. These refs are dicks. Nothing we can do. <laughs> but we're going to bring them in. Bring them in the studio. Is there anything worse than the, or point more pointless than an NFL broadcast when they go to the, the referee in the studio? Let's, let's bring in Dino Blandino or Pereira. What'd you see there? Well, what I saw was what everyone else saw because I'm watching TV along with you guys. Uh, it was a bad call, but not that bad where I'm going to make you know, criticize my ex-workers since I make three times as more money now to sit in the studio and not get death threats. What a job that is to be Dino Blandino, whatever the fuck his name is. They never criticize the refs and they're like, what do you see? Well, I saw what you saw. I'm just a guy watching TV. Anyway, let's get out of this. Cleveland at Miami. Miami's coach, Mike McDaniel. He looks like the rapper Logic. Although I think he's half. I don't know where he is. I think he's half. <laughs> half. Is that, can you fill that out of consensus? I'm half. What race are you? I'm half. Half what? Never you mind. You can say that. Never you mind. I saw a headline. He had high praise for the Browns, and it just said, this team is no joke. That was the high praise. You know how you think they're a joke? They're not a joke. Great. That means they'll cover from your half coach, Mike McDaniels. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to cancel myself. Cancel. I want to get on the air first, then you can cancel me. Um. Anyway, let's just get out of this thing because I'm I'm rambling too long. Rambling too long. Another segment. Uh, we're gonna take the Cleveland Browns plus three and a half in Miami because it makes no goddamn sense. Cleveland detonated. Yes, thank you. I am CJ Sullivan. You are listening to the Bottom Line Bombs. And just to recap, all five of those bombs was the Las Vegas Raiders minus six and a half. I'm putting the life savings on that one. Just be uh, out of, uh, I mean, come on. 
how can you possibly back the Colts with Sam Ellinger and Jeff Saturday? It's I mean, what hilarious deal. What? And if they win, if they cover, then fucking cast the movie, the Whoopi Goldberg movie. So Las Vegas minus six and a half, Green Bay plus four and a half, Detroit, no, Chicago minus three over Detroit. Sorry. Uh, Buffalo minus three and a half and Cleveland plus three and a half. So, so those are five. Those are five. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Check my record out. CJ bombs. And uh, before I get to the man in a box, let me do some quick plugging. Not that that ever works since I was already canceling myself by calling the Miami coach a half. I mean, that's not, that, that insults both halves, both halves, both half betting. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken. You can follow this online on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, my Twitter handle at CJ Sullivan underscore. That's got all my stuff in there and dates. I'll be in um where am I going? Soon. Not Burbank, fucking not Barstow. <laughs> Bakersfield. Going up to Trump Country, Bakersfield in California. See how those elections went up there. So don't be pissed. Are they still counting Arizona, by the way? What the fuck is going on now? And when is it not election season? First of all, everyone with their I voted. I put an I voted out there because, you know, people like you have to calm the waves. Although it was just mailed to me. It's not like I actually went and did it. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> it's always fucking election season here. It's insane. It's like hockey. Uh, and in, L- in California, we'll get to that. The sports betting prop, the only one I knew. Uh, failed because they put all them all the Indian all because all the Indian casino tries put eighty million dollars against it because they make money from gambling that they were given in their casinos. Amazing. And dialysis every year, California has to vote on the di- how dialysis machines work for some reason. What I don't know. Am I killing grandma? Am I saving grandma? Why do I, ha- why am I responsible for how dialysis machines works, California? Stop it. Prop 26, yes. Prop 27, no. They both mean the same or the opposite. Here we go. Oh, here I am, man in a box. <laughs> this is me. This is what happens. I'm in a box. I'm losing my fucking mind. The producers just throw me in here. Now that I got TVs, now at least you guys are in uh, smaller boxes watching me in a box. Let me get to the box, actually. Let me get in there. There we go. Close-up man in a box. I should have been doing this rant about California and dialysis machines. God. See, when you're in this box, I hear my, I'm having a conversation with myself. And I'm trying to be semi-creative. I write this fucking one-man sports show every week. And you guys don't want it. No one asked for it, but I'm giving it to you. A one-hour, one-man show about fucking NFL games. I don't just talk about that. I don't take calls. I don't do anything. I, I write this show. Nobody wants it. And it's amazing. It's the best fucking show out there. I put this logo out there on our texture and Bill O'Donnell, worst human being ever, as I like to call him on the show. Only. I'm just kidding. He's a great guy. He's like, oh, Blue Steel, you're the best. That's the guy who did the logo, which he is. I love Kyle. Blue Steel, thank you for that. Like, what about me in the show? Ah, whatever. <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah, so follow me on those things. I also have another podcast called The Blackout Diaries that I do with Sean Bear Flannery. Uh, it's a drinking storytelling show. It's uh, very good. This week we have Nick Vatterat on. Amazing episode. 
Nick Vatter, a hilarious fucking comedian who lives in my building. Ironically. One of the greatest comedians in the fucking country and lives in my building. But I've known him forever. Uh, it's great. Great episode. Just because Nick's great. And we're great. We are great. No one knows about us. We're great. That's what's uh, put down on my tombstone. Which will be soon because I'm an Irish Sullivan and we die young. Anyway, uh, what else happened? Speaking of dying young, which I'm going to do as I look at myself in this box, I need to lose weight. I lost some weight a little while ago, then I, I gained it all back. That's all that happens when you lose weight. You gain it back. <sighs> it's amazing. Every fucking time. I feel like a girl now. I'm waiting for the 14th. That's when Weight Watchers comes back to blue. <laughs> I did Weight Watchers. And, uh, you know, they change their point system every so often just to, just to get more subscriptions and to fuck everyone up so they pay more money and people go irate. And by people, I mean housewives on the Facebook group that I'm in. It's just me and a million of housewives on this Facebook group for Weight Watchers and blue points. We share recipes. Pictures. <laughs> so, so right now I'm kind of having at it until the 14th, and then I'm back at it. Weight Watchers, me and the women, uh, eating fruit. Before when I did Atkins and shit like that, not even keto Atkins. I would do 90s style, 1998 style, where fruit was the devil. Bananas worse than your fentanyl. They said on their website. The Weight Watchers, fruit. And now I do. Uh, I eat bananas and great. I don't eat apples anymore because my. I told you I have dental problems. <laughs> my dental plan now is uh, to eat, chew on the other side of my mouth. That's my full dental plan. But I can't do apples. I'm a horse chopping on a thing. I eat grapes. I like grapes. What is up with the price of fucking grapes? Is this a good rant? <laughs> Great. I mean, I don't know. It changes. It seems like they're just making it up as they go. I go to, I go to, my, I go to my Ralph Sun on Sunset. It's either $4 for a crate of them, like a fucking crate. Here, take this crate we found in a truck. Or it's $12 for like a string that came from Adam and Eve's tree. I think they just have no idea how to price these grapes. So there's, who, what are they? Where do they get picked from? What are they, like, yeah, I'll pay it, I guess. I don't know. What should they be? Just make up your mind. Where's the consistency? Where's that? Where's that prop this week? Let's keep these grape prices even. What am I talking about? Keep these grace prices even. Uh, I don't know if you can get in the run. Or should I just wrap up the show? Oh, man, I'm losing my mind. I was going to get in the run, you know. I was hoping not to be here. Powerball. That one. Biggest Powerball ever? Two billion, speaking of billions. You can win that Powerball and still not be even close to being able to buy the Washington football team. That's what I like about that. Uh, yeah, Powerball. Just one, one in L.A. County. Guy who won, who girl, whoever it is, hasn't come forward yet because they have, you know, they wait to get their ducks in a row. So that's, but, but it's been sold in L.A. County. The gas station is sold. It got a million dollars. Apparently his father-in-law of some old football player. So that's been fun. So I, that's why I've, I've been getting text messages from people, friends and fam, whatever. Say, hey, you're into gambling. You live in L.A. Did you win that Powerball? That's what they ask me. Did you win it? You like gambling. You're a gambler. You live in L.A. Make I read that the Powerball winner was in L.A. Yeah, I won. Did I not tell you that? 
Did I not bring that up? I got half a billion dollars coming my way. I didn't mention because I'll get the lump sum. I'm not a fucking idiot. I know it's two billion, but I'm not a moron. I'm not gonna do the thirty year plan. That's what it gets you. Some guy told me that. Make sure you get the one lump sum. Thirty, you know, thirty years. You don't know what's gonna happen. That's what it gets you. That's what it gets you. Thirty year plan. Something happens to you. They get to keep the rest of the money. So you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what's going to happen in 30 years. But I do know what's going to happen if I get $800 million in my lap today. I'll be dead tomorrow. So Maybe I can afford an allowance of $10 million a year in California. So anyway, I'm getting text messages. Did you win the Powerball? Like I would ever... First of all, if I won the Powerball, you wouldn't hear from me again. I wouldn't be answering your call. And I wouldn't tell you if I did. You'd find out. I might kill you. That's going to be one of the perks of winning a billion dollars, right? You get to kill people, get away with it. You win the fucking Powerball. Yeah, I did. Didn't bring it up, sorry. I know I told you that one story. I caught that rat in my apartment. I told you that one. Also, story number two. I got $900 million. No, I didn't. I did not win. And if I did, yeah, you wouldn't hear from me. That's it. I'd be over with. I'd be in fucking... Mexico. I'd buy Mexico. Buy Mexico. Just kidding. Well, not buy Mexico. But I would die in Mexico. That's the dream, right? To die in Mexico? To live and die in Mexico. That should be a song. Anyway, that's going to do it for the bottom line bombs. Thank you, everyone who tuned in for the live show. Awesome. This is what you're going to hear on Friday. And thanks again for Kyle Bowling for the new sweet logo here in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, Good luck. Good luck. I think I'm doing it again. Saying good luck and uh, enjoy the games. Like, like you need my blessing to enjoy the games. You know what? Go ahead and enjoy the games out there. Have yourself a good weekend and enjoy the games. I know you weren't planning on doing it, but me, CJ Sullivan, detonated the bombs and allowed you to enjoy the games. I am the man in the box. Tune in next week. Goodbye. Play that fucking techno song because I'm just rambling.